This is Benny Chapman, the creature from the Black Lagoon, without your head. Dot com. Without your head, I'm Nasty Neil. That would make me terrible drunk. Yes, and joining us is Mark Steger, the demogorgon of Stranger Things, and a bunch of other cool monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm well. I'm trying to stay warm here. It's a little cold. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was actually just looking at uh, some Stan Against Evil footage that I'm editing uh for my for my website. Very cool. Uh, I I uh, yeah. Well, what's that What's that show like? Uh, uh, you know, being part of it. Uh, that was actually a really fun, a really fun gig. Um, have you seen it? You know ha- the one I'm talking about. I it's I haven't seen it, but I actually saw your footage in it. Uh, because it was cool because you play kind of uh, you know regular guy, and then you uh, transform into a monster. I transform into a Spider Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really fun. It's uh, Dana Gould's new series. Um, it just got picked up for a second season. Um, it's a you know supernatural comedy. Mm-hmm. Takes place in a town that's uh, uh, sort of cursed by demons. And um, Dana Gould's a great guy. He's a really really funny guy, and it's a, it's a fun show. We're talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's what that's what it is. Yeah, so uh, I think it's on. Uh, it's on uh, IFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a recurring role or was that one episode? Uh, it was one episode. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe they'll bring me back for something else. Yeah, definitely. We'll see. Yeah. 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 You know, it's weird because yes, if I watch it and I have it yet and I do plan on watching it and kind of like, uh, with Stranger Things and, and, and shows today, like Netflix has really changed how, how you watch TV. You know, there's certain shows oh, I yeah. watch every week, and then some shows, you know, you watch, uh, binge watch has, has, like, become a thing. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's pretty interesting that, you know, and, and what they're doing, you know, especially Netflix, like, they're, they're doing stuff for pretty, you know, they're not going for, like, the lowest common denominator, they're just, like, doing all this different, all these different types of things, mm-hmm. and, um... Uh, that you know appeal to different audiences. Although you know, of course, there's some things like Stranger Things that are 
just you know huge hits um, as they are you know the, uh, but um, you know they they really it, it's interesting to me it's interesting looking around and seeing the kinds of, you know they're the really diverse uh, types of programming they do there mm-hmm. um, yeah I, I think it's great yeah. you know the Stranger Things really seems like a show that uh, really took off from word of mouth. <clears throat> Like I didn't hear a lot of buzz about it like before it started, and then it came, I watched and I loved it, and more and more people like on you know social media, and it just like totally blew up. Uh, uh, did you think it would get so big? And do you think uh, word of mouth like uh, really helped the show? Uh, well, word of mouth and all the stuff that was happening on social media around it for sure helped it out. Um, I mean, it was uh, you know you know I, I would be driving around L.A. and I you know, maybe see like some post, you know, like posters on, on buses or something, but I didn't, I didn't really see much about it, much promotion otherwise. Um, but it definitely struck a chord, you know, and you know, you never know when that's going to happen, but it, it really, there's something about, um, I hate the word, use the word nostalgia. I mean, but there's that eighties thing that was going on. Uh, but it was more an homage to that that period of filmmaking, I felt than just you know somebody trying to cash in. Um, you know, it was a very you know very heartfelt um, homage, and uh, I think it really resonated with a lot of people. You know, the fact that it wasn't you know it wasn't you know another you know middle aged anti hero show about a middle aged anti hero mm-hmm. you know dude. Um, you know, it was this multi generational story. Uh, it just something about it just really you know people really responded to it and you know it's very you know amidst all the the horror and the you know the, the suspense it's also a very sweetly human story uh, i think all those things were going for it mm-hmm. before yeah. before yeah, no, but, 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 but anyway answering your question like uh. <laughs> I, I think anybody really um expected it to become the kind of you know phenomenon that it did you know i wasn't i mean you know it was one of those ones i I read the script and I met, you know, I met the directors, I read the scripts and, you know, I was working with this great, you know, crew from Spectral Motion who built the, the monster suit and then, you know, all the, all the, the other wonderful actors on the show. And, um, you know, I thought, Oh, this is going to, this is a good one. I'm going to look back and say, be able to say, I like this, mm-hmm. but I, you know, nobody ever, I don't think anybody had an idea that it would be the huge hit that it became. Yeah. When they're building like the uh, the suit for the monster, do you have any input into that? And like, how do you go about like deciding how you're going to you know, like the movement and you know how you're going to portray the a creature? Uh, well, for this, um, you know, the the creature was designed by um, Aaron Sims, who's done quite a bit of uh, you know character design for film and television. Um, so it was, it was pretty well all mapped, you know, like the, 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 the shape of it, the, you know, what it looked like was pretty well uh, designed. Um, and then spectrum, what, what happened, how the process goes, they, uh, a laser scan was made of my body. They, they also cast certain parts that they did a full head cast. And then they, they, they make a positive from that. They make a, a full size, um, you know, a life size, you know, uh, sculpture of me, um, positive of me, and then they sculpt on that. Uh, they sculpt the suit, you know, like the, the creature onto that, and then they run the suit, and then it was a, the, the process 
the process took uh, two or three months. I can't remember exactly how long. It was pretty quick uh, for such a complex uh, character. And, you know, it would add bit by bit. Uh, you know, I'd go and try the silks. I'd go and try the arms on, you know, the puppeting. And, uh, you know, eventually the uh, full animatronic head. And, uh, you know, and we would troubleshoot parts of it that, you know, maybe could work better to, to make them work better, uh, make, make it easier for me to move in. Uh, and, uh, it was, you know, like I, I wish people could really see that, that like see the, it live in action. Cause it's really a remarkable work of, of, mm-hmm. of art and engineering. Um, it's really the, the most complex suit that I've ever worked in. Uh, and I'm well, sorry, what was your question? <laughs> well, I just like, uh, how do you get, how do yeah. you like, uh, determine like, you know, how you're going to move when you're, when you're, when you're the Demogorgon for, for example, in this one? Well, there's, you know, there's, uh, you know, I, I got direction, I got, you know, some pretty simple direction from the, the Duffer brothers, uh, about, you know, what my character, you know, was doing, what he wanted. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, which which was he was basically you know he was, he was this 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 creature that existed in a different dimension would come into our dimension and feed and um, basically like a shark you know existing between two atmospheres, um, but because of the complexity of the suit, um, it, it really changes your your biometrics. It changes the way you walk. It changes the way you know the way you breathe, the way you see, the way you hear. Um, because it places it places limitations on all those things uh, in certain ways, but it also, you know, that that also makes you feel like this other, you know, you make makes you feel like this other this other being. Um, so it really it really feeds you, and then you're on set and you're with these characters who are reacting to you, you know, um, these these terrific, terrific actors who are reacting to you and basically selling it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> selling what you're doing. Um, so all that, all those things play into it, you know, and then I'm at, you know, I ask myself, like, you know, I, I embellish the character a little bit myself in my, you know, my own head, like, you know, what's, you know, obviously it's not psychologically human, so mm-hmm. it's like, what, you know, what is, what, what is the, the atmosphere that it breathes, what's the gravity like where it comes from, you know, what is it doing here, you know, I, I you know, I come with a whole little, you know, cosmography for myself, because, I, you know, honestly, I didn't really know that much about the world that they created, it's all, kind of in their you know the Duffer Brothers binary brain um, and uh, I don't know I don't know actually who knows that much about you know the, the full backstory of everything so you know I, I just you know you give yourself a little license you know to create and when you're in these these you know when you're when you're performing these types of characters mm-hmm when you do something like that, do you think even if the audience doesn't know like everything that's going on in your head about this stuff but adds like kind of a realism uh, to the character, kind of fleshes it out, you know. Even you know, it's even as a monster, you know, it's got uh, certain rules that you play by uh, when you're moving and, and and playing it. Yeah, well, there's, um, you know, there. You I always, I, I try to strive for a certain degree of naturalism, which you know, which is seems ridiculous because it's a totally unnatural character. Mm-hmm. But you want it to you want it to have weight. You want it to have presence. Um, so you know, and 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 also there's there for me. I when I watch something, I want it to be. I want I want it to feel like there's some sort of internal logic 
that the thing is following it. I mean, if it's, if it, you know, if it's trying to tell the story and create this world, um, obviously there are situate there, you know, there, there are films where that's not necessarily required, but for this, you know, you have to feel like there's like, like it has a history, you know what I mean? You have to feel like this character, you know, the, like it makes sense in its world for, you know, however it evolved. Mm-hmm. So I, I think about, you know, yeah, these, these, these things, you know, they're concerns for me when I'm, when I'm uh, portraying these types of characters. Yeah. Yeah. So what, um, when you said, you know, uh, you know, it's coming out to feed and, uh, do you consider the Demogorgon, the, the monster in, the, in Stranger Things, a, a villain? Or uh, I, no, no, not, not, not really. I, it's, uh, it's just doing what it does, you know, mm-hmm. in the way that a shark does what it does. A shark, you know, a shark isn't, you know, it's only bad if you're getting eaten by. It. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just it's doing <laughs> right. what a shark does. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? If my if my dog, you know, takes a shit on in, in you know, some place where it, I don't really want it to, I can say it's a bad dog, but it's just you know, he has his own reasons for right. what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not um there, there's no. There's, it's not immoral. It's not. It, you know, you, you can't pass judgment on it because it's just doing. It's, it's being. It's being the demogorgon. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's my take on it. You know, the. For all I know, the the duffers may consider it this like malicious, you know, horrible character. Yeah. But I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't know if you can say this or not. But uh, are you in season two? I can't talk about that. All right. I can't. I can't say. Any, I can't say anything about the the, the coming season. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can. I can tell you fantasies about it. I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you lies. Right. I can tell you. Uh, yeah. Alternative facts. Oh, <laughs> very topical. Um, that works for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it works for the, um, for the country at the moment. So yeah. But they actually, yeah, they they don't. They actually don't want you to say anything about uh-huh. it because then it, it it always blows up into you know you know, people take it and run with it. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you know, that like there, there's some plot, you know, some crazy plot points or, you know, narrative that's going on that has nothing to do with that actual show. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to loose lips think shit. So exactly. Uh, and honestly, I'd rather yeah. not know too much about it and just go into it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I mean, you went into the show, right? You, you went into the show, you went into viewing the show, not knowing anything about it, right? Yeah. So, not, not any, any, really anything about it at all. Yeah. Very true. Uh, the only thing I'd say about it, it's going to be, it's going to be darker. Okay. Next, next season. Darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did, uh, ask this cause, uh, both Troy and I grew up playing, uh, D and D actually. Did you ever play Dungeons and Dragons? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was that? I just asked, did you ever you play, play D&D? D? Did you play Dungeons & Dragons? No, I didn't. A lot of my friends did, but I never I never played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you get involved, like, uh, get into playing creatures? And are monsters uh, anything you're interested in? I'm definitely interested in them. I mean, you know, since I was a kid, I, I used to... Um, I mean, I, I loved watching old horror films and old science fiction films. Mm-hmm. I mean, stuff going back to... Um, you know, like the old universal horror films, the classics, and, you know, even earlier stuff like, um, uh, Carl Dreyer's Vampire, you know, Nosferatu, mm-hmm. some of those old silent classics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, later stuff as well. And I was a big fan of, uh, you know, like, you know, Ray Harryhausen stop motion animation. Me too. Um, and I, you know, I used to make, you know, 
films when I was a kid. I used to do stop motion and oh, really? you know, hand-drawn animation. And I, or later in my life, I did it. Um, uh, in the early 90s, I did it professionally at a, at a company called Colossal Pictures in San Francisco. Um, but I also... Um, I it, It's kind of hard for me to... You know, my my life as a performer and as an artist has been kind of uh, very labyrinthine, you might say. Um, uh, I don't feel like I followed a, like a you know straight trajectory. Um, I I for about 17 years I I, I was alive. I, I did live performance work where I traveled around the world and performing in really unusual environments. Um, it was a very physical, extremely physical work. Uh, I was interested in evolution in the history of the body and I performed with um, a partner who looked very much, we looked very similar but we performed completely naked um, bald uh, we do these like, really radical transformations with our body and that <clears throat> that that said a lot of what I do now with film and television um, it was to me it's a logical, logical progression um because uh, it was a very, very animalistic movement I, I used to do with this group. And that, that was my main gig for, like I said, for about for almost two decades, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, I moved to Los Angeles actually wanting to get involved in film and television. And, uh, you know, people would see the live work that I would do and they'd, you know, want me to work on. You know. For instance, I, uh, I worked with uh, this band called Tool. Um, doing, um, we did a, a music video and then went on tour with them for about a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Adam Jones, uh, some people know this, but uh, Adam Jones, the guitarist from Tool, who he directs all their music videos. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he actually used to work at Stan Winston's, uh, uh, creature effects shop, uh, makeup effects shop. And, um, I got to, I actually got to know a lot of people in the makeup effects world through him. Uh, you know, people would see like the, the tool video that I worked on. Was like, hey, who's that guy that was in that? You know, we like to use them for this, this uh, show that we're working on. So um, that you know, and they just that that just kind of you know developed organically. I kept you know, you know, you, it's all about your relationships, really. Ultimately, you know, mm-hmm. whether it, you know, it's just something you're doing. Um, for yourself or something you're doing professionally or, you know, or the, or the combination of the two. So that's, that's kind of how I got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's, that's the short story. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's been the f- most physically de- uh, demanding role? Uh, Cause I actually did watch some of your, uh, your stuff on your website and some of your videos and uh, you know, it's pretty wild. Like you walking on all fours and, uh, just like you yeah. know, like you said, very physical things, kind of transforming your actual your actual body. Yeah, I mean that stuff's pretty challenging. You know, stuff like uh, it, they all have their you know they all have different um, requirements and different different challenges. Uh, you know, with with Stranger Things, it was it's it's challenging working in like a, a really complex creature suit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, making it breathe and making it come to life. I mean, but you're also working with all these other, it's not just you, it's like they're, they're you know, people who are doing remote control, um, control, controlling, you know, your, some of your appendages through with remote controls. Um, 
But the, the, the live stuff I did was very challenging because we would go into these really kind of extreme environments as well. You know, we'd do we'd perform in treetops and castle ruins and factories and ships and the L.A. River. <clears throat> and that would be... Um, the environment could be kind of harsh, you know, it could be, you'd be, it would be really cold, you know, you're in, you know, some really, um, kind of polluted environment sometimes, uh, or you're hanging off of a bridge. So, you know, we did all our own rigging and producing everything. You know, we did everything ourselves. So that was, some of those were some of that, those were some of the more, more challenging things I've done. Um, you know, working in film and, television you usually have there's you know there's a whole group of people that you're working with and that has its own challenges but also you're um because you're collaborating with these you know all these other you know people who are at the top of their game um that kind of puts you at ease in a certain way um you know knowing that you have the support Mm -hmm. so uh you know everything has you know everything has its own set of parameters and challenges for sure. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, the pact on your website. Uh, is that a short or was that an excerpt from a film? Oh, the pact. That's yeah. a that's a feature. That's a horror uh, feature that I um, did with the director. One of my one of my favorite directors worked with um, Nicholas McCarthy. Mm-hmm. He did that was his first feature, and then we did another one called At the Devil's Door, uh, where I played the devil. And then most recently we did um, a segment in a, there was an anthology, a uh, horror anthology that came out called Holidays. Yeah. It came out last year. Yeah. Um, and we did we did the, the Easter segment in that. That's one of my favorite films I've ever done. I play um, a, comment, a cross between uh, Jesus and the Easter Bunny. <laughs> yes, I remember. That's spooky it. creature. Uh, that was actually my favorite yeah. segment of that one, yeah. Yeah, that, I, thought, I thought it was the best one in the, in the anthology. Um yeah, that's the the. There's an excerpt from the pack though, and on my website, and that's what you're, that's what you're referring to. That's a yeah. feature. You should check it out. It's yeah, def- really good. Yeah, I want, it was it was wicked cool. So yeah, I'd like to uh, check out the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, I just want everyone to know too, you're going to be at a uh, Texas Frightmare Weekend, and uh, without your head, we'll be there too. Uh, more importantly, you'll be there. Are you going to be there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, May fifth through seventh. And uh, have you done a horror convention before? Uh, I've done a, a couple. I did, um, my first one was, uh, it was, um, uh, Connecticut Horror Con. I can't, uh, feel bad. I can't remember the exact name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that was my first one. It was a, it was a smaller one. So that's kind of good, you know, yeah, getting so, my yeah. feet wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next, then I did, um, Son of Monsterpalooza, uh, which was, oh, in LA, in, I think. that ha- that was a, that was in Burbank. Um, that was pretty wild. That was, you know, that was, that was, that was kind of, you know, in some ways that was more of a social event for me because I mean, they're all social events, but Mm -hmm. there was a lot of people because it was in LA, there was a lot of people, um, who I've worked with before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of friends and a lot of, um, colleagues were there. And then, um, yeah. So the next one is, uh, the, the one in Texas. And then I'm doing one in, uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Okay, that's like monster. And uh, yeah. I have a couple others coming up. Yeah, uh, the one in New, the one in New Jersey is. Um, is it Monster Mania? Yeah that that one's that one's actually in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the and more. That's one's been around for a long time. Yeah, 
Yeah, Texas one's great. I've been there before. It's a, uh, it's won you know award for best uh, conventions. It's, it's it's a lot of fun. Did did you enjoy? Yeah, uh, it looks really good. yeah. Go on, sorry. Yeah, I actually got out of another gig so I could do that one because it looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, I don't know if this matters to you, but it's a good barbecue around the area too. But um. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, that's important to me. But uh, did you enjoy going to to the horror convention? And it was it any different than like you expected? Um, I I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the people. I mean, the people are terrific. Uh, you know, they just have so much passion for the genre, for the the genre. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know they're they're all really they're really smart, and they you know they're interested in in what you're doing. And you had some great connections with people. Um, it, I'm a bit of an introvert, so going to these things is a little—it's a little mind blowing to me. Uh-huh. Uh, just like so many people, so much interaction with people, um, you know, just constant. Uh, uh-huh. So it was a little—it was a little, uh, a little overwhelming at first, but it, yeah, I, I really enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. You, you said you're looking an forward in, to these other yeah. ones coming up. You said you're an introvert. So how did you? Uh, how did you? Even, you know, it's one thing to play something when you're under a mask and everything. But how did you? Uh, you know, being totally naked. You said uh, you're doing that for like 20 years. I think that would be like the opposite of anything you'd want to do. Well, you know, I have ideas that bother me, and I, I just have to do something about them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I'm. You know. Uh, you know, I, I don't. You know. I don't. I'm not. A, I don't think of myself as an exhibitionist. I'm sure some people would argue with me, but I don't. Right. I don't have the desire to go and be in front of, be naked in front of like thousands of people. Uh-huh. It's just like I had this idea. It's like, okay, I got to go do this. I got to mm-hmm. do go do the show in the LA River, you know, like and invite people to drive down in there and you know, witness this thing or, um, you know, perform in front of you know twenty six thousand people at an amphitheater with tool. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's just. It's just a, you know, I get inspired and I get I get these ideas in my head. And I have to do something about them. Um, so, you know, and the thing is, what you know, what I love doing most is, is collaborating with people I care about and people who, you know, people who I respect, you know, on creative projects. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's more about that than anything else, and that overrides whatever I'm feeling like my you know my my urge to be, you know. You know, alone sitting at a drawing table drawing. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just what I do. It's what I've always done, mm-hmm. and I I imagine it's what I will always continue to do. Yeah. Now, do you have any uh, wild stories being on the road with uh, with Tool? Wow, wild stories. Well, uh, the first you know, but the first leg of the tour that we did with them was in a. We started in August, the the end of August two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. So nine eleven happened. Like we were about ten days into the tour. Um, so that was pretty intense. You know, we weren't sure that the, you know, there was talk about canceling the whole tour. We weren't sure what was going to happen, and we were actually, you know, I think, I think it was like ten days or two weeks later, we had a, a gig at Madison Square Garden. So. You know, it was a question whether or not that was gonna we were gonna continue on, and we ended up continuing on and actually finishing the whole tour. So that you know that just that in itself was pretty wild. Um, you know, obviously horrible in, in in many ways, but also but but just going out and connecting with people 
after that was was a pretty amazing experience. Um, and actually, really, you know, really glad that we en- and we ended up doing the doing the full tour. Um, I think we only missed one. We ended up having this one gig because of that one one of the one of the venues. Um, but you know, it was like the, they're they're great guys uh, to work with. You know, I, you know they're you know there's some there's some wildness backstage. You know, I, you know after some of the shows mm-hmm. for sure. But you know, it was uh, just you know living through that whole you know that whole period of you know time period. That whole uh, time was was uh, you know a, a pretty big experience in itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you, you know, you talk about doing a lot of uh, the genre of films and movies and, and TV shows. Uh, is that a genre that you also like to watch? You know, just uh, if you want to watch movies or TV shows, do you like to watch? Uh, yeah, um, you know, I don't, I don't have a specific genre. I guess I'm, I guess I'm kind of a science fiction mm-hmm. buff to some degree. Um, that does a big part of my, you know, my youth and. You know, I've, I've always, and I still read, you know, I'm reading um, neat, um, this, you know, uh, Neil Stevenson book right now, Seven Eves. So I guess I'm, I'm still on the science fiction. Um, but, you know, I, I respect, I respect uh, work that's done in any genre that takes it seriously and does a good job. I mean, it's, I don't, you know, I think, you know, vast majority of a lot of stuff that's out there isn't that interesting or, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, to me, but um, uh, if it's done well, I'll I'll, I'll, look, I'll watch anything. You know, mm-hmm. it's I don't I don't I don't I'm you know agnostic as far as genres genres go. Um, you know, I just I just want to see something that's that's what that's done well and you know it takes me somewhere that I haven't been before. Yeah, you mentioned a few of them, but do you have a do you have like a one or two favorite creatures? Growing, that you watched growing up, and then you could say uh, a couple of, that you uh, that your favorite that you played. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, of course, you know, Frankenstein, um, Boris Carlos Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. I loved a lot of, uh, you know, uh, the like I said, the I liked his mummy too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. Love that old. Um, Universal horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, uh, you know, monster that I really liked was the um, the creature from the id in um, Forbidden Planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure, uh, how familiar are you with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, that to me was was a really interesting one. Um, you know, I'm, I always blank on these things. It's like it's like trying. You know, when people come in from out of town, they ask you, you know, they want to go out for dinner. It's like I always blank on where to go. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, uh, yeah, what's some other ones? Uh, you know, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Like, yeah. was, like that, that's a great mind blowing. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. the stuff that he did with Rob Botton on that one. Yeah, uh, was, it, was and it's great. so yeah, that's um, something that's actually really alien. Yeah, you know, and Alien, of course. I you know oh, I love, yeah. I love yeah. that that uh, that Giger creation mm-hmm. uh, for that. Uh, that's you know it's just like I, I love those classic monsters. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ones that I've done, I mean, of course, Stranger Things is one of my favorites. Um, I have to look at what have I done? Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what we should have asked. Just tell us everything you've done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I really liked uh, playing Judas in the Pact, which is, you know, wasn't a, uh, you know, a supernatural monster mm-hmm. so much as just like, you know, it's like a madman, mm-hmm. um, but a monster in a, in a very true sense. I, yeah, I think that the scare, the scariest monsters are human. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked, I enjoyed playing him quite a bit. Uh, I liked the, the character that I played in the tool video a lot. Um, I, I like playing the devil, uh, and at the devil's door, uh, I enjoyed um, playing Andy Barton, Spider-Man in the uh, in the uh, Stand Against Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed. They're, they're all they're all fun to me. I you know I each one's you know each each project is each new project is my favorite project. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's like I, I'm always excited when I you know for the next one. Mm-hmm. Has there been uh, there any Stranger Things action figures? Uh, yeah, somebody told me. I haven't seen it yet, but somebody told me there's a toy now. Ah, um, that's gonna be there's a Demogorgon. I think they have the whole cast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I, I haven't seen it yet. But someone at the SAG Awards, somebody was telling me about it. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be cool to be <laughs> yeah. an action figure. I think. Yeah, I gotta get one. Yeah. I hope it's one of those badass sideshow ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Because those are the greatest figures. Well, I'm sorry, one of those what? It's a it's a company that makes action figures. Yeah, sideshow. Side they just make the the greatest figures. Mm-hmm. Sideshow. Yeah, I would think it's sideshow. It's uh, I can't remember the name. Somebody mentioned the name of the company. I can't remember what it is though. Mm-hmm. Something I heard of before. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So- uh, what's the best way to find you? Uh, like not at your house, but uh, to keep up with you, what you're doing? <laughs> not to stalk the right, man. Right, right. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, um, and I, well, I think I'm, I think I'm source on both of those. S T E G E R S A U R U S. That's what kids used to call me in grade school. Oh, really? Call me Stegosaurus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Any, any just because of the name, or was there any other reason? Um, I don't know. Like we were we were studying dinosaurs at that time, and stegosaurus sounded like you know stegosaurus sounded like stegosaurus, or they call me stegosaurus. Yeah, um, they're close enough. I kind of like to actually use that sometimes as my logo. Like I put it on my letterhead and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I got a little I got a little stegosaurus stamp, a little like line drawing. That I uh, stamp on things sometimes. That's pretty cool. So stay with me. Yeah, Stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's for both of those handles. That's my handle for both of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you? I think you, they can just do a, a search of Mark Steger too and find me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's much yeah. better. Uh, when I was a kid, they called me the Worm. That's, that, the Worm. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Where that come from? I don't know. Really, honestly, I don't know why anyone could, but. <laughs> <laughs> they called me Neely Worm, and then eventually it was just the worm. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't kids use so, that on anything. Kids are just kids are awful. They're so cool. <laughs> they are. They are indeed. And uh, oh, but just real quick too, uh, what was it like working with uh, with child actors on Stranger Things? Uh, you know, it's it's kind of great because they they have all this. They have so much energy, 
and these kids were so excited to be doing what they were doing, and they really, you know, were, were loving the experience. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I was a kid working on something like this, I'd just be, I'd be in heaven, mm-hmm. you know. And they were, and all those kids, you know, I, I worked with some that are, you know, a little bit of attitude, but these, none, none of them did, you know. Millie and Gaten and Caleb and, and Noah and, you know, and, and Charlie and Natalia uh, and Joe Curie. They, everybody was great. I just, mm-hmm. like, really enjoyed working with all of them. And just, they, made, they make my job, you know, a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're just so, so gung-ho and, you know, like the whole the, the fight scene in the house, you know, where they're, you know, Joe's hitting me with a baseball bat and stuff. <laughs> 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 that stuff is great. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we, just, uh, we, had, we had a blast. I had a blast working with them. Very cool. Yeah, and they're super likable on the show. Like you said earlier, it's one of the uh, things that really. There's so many things I think, and it all comes together to make the, the show so good. It's not just you know yeah, it's cool to look the at. Thing is that or, they're, they're super likable in real life too. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're they're those. I'm not saying they're exactly those characters that, right. that you see them portrayed, but mm-hmm. their you know their essence comes through. You know the, the, who they are. You know in That's real life really comes through. They're really they're really really terrific people. Mm-hmm. All of them. Very cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on tonight. It's been a lot of fun talking to you. Sure, yeah, great. I, I, I enjoyed this. Cool. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm glad you didn't say I hated it. So. <laughs> no, no, not at all. all right. um, so uh, I'll, I'll hope to see you at, uh, in Texas, yeah? Yeah, definitely. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, yep. You guys going to have a booth and stuff? Um, I don't, Usually Texas we don't. Uh, at some of the conventions we do. Uh, for us, it's kind of uh, it's cool to have a booth, but it's also cool not to because then you're not stuck in one area. You can walk around and do stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. We'll be probably going yeah, around and getting yeah. interviews and stuff, so it'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, definitely. You know, I'm, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna be posted up somewhere, so definitely come by and say hello. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a it's a really big convention. It's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Great. Cool. All right. Well, All right. thanks again, man. It's been yep, fun. Thanks a lot. All right, fellas. Yep. Yeah, sure. My pleasure. Cool. Swung it hard I buried her in the boneyard
All right, we're back here once again at Without Your Head. A huge thanks to Mark Steger. That was very cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to season two. Oh, me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed season one. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I think Netflix has quietly become like really quality stuff. Everything yeah. that they've been doing, like I've really been digging. Yeah, I don't really think, uh, I'm sure there are some out there, but I haven't watched any original shows on Netflix that I haven't liked. Yeah, same here. You know, I'm sure there's something out there that's not good, but, you know, I probably wouldn't watch something I don't think I'd be interested in, but everything I've watched on there, honestly, it's just as good as stuff like, on you know, HBO and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. You yep. know, all like the Marvel every- shows are just fantastic. Oh, they're fantastic. It, they're kind of setting, like, a new benchmark for a lot of things like that. Yeah, Stranger Things was great. Uh, I know Peaky yep. Blinders started on... Uh, uh, BBC or whatever, or maybe I don't know, but either way, I watch that on Netflix. That was great. Oh yeah, um, yep. Just I don't know, so many, so many things. And there's a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, I like, uh, uh, I don't know, just everything I've watched on there. What's oh, the, yeah. the kind of Twilight Zone show there? Black. Oh uh, yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then even like some of the things that like um, you don't really expect them to have. They have a lot of like comedy specials. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been catching a lot of, like, stand-up on there that I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so good stuff from uh, from Netflix. Mm-hmm. see. Uh, I want to bring that up because it's so stupid. Uh, the Walking <laughs> Dead. <laughs> the Walking Dead, they they made a shirt for Negan. It said, yep. uh, eeny, meeny, mighty moe. And it's got. Wow, it's kind of cool. Yeah, and it's got the bat on it, Lucille, with the barbed wire on it. And then people uh, said it's racist. Why? Because the origins of Eeny, Meeny, Mighty Mo or Eeny, Meeny, Mighty Mo catch a N word by the toe. And it's like, uh-huh. that's really stretching it. <laughs> yeah, I think you're grasping it. Uh, like, I actually knew that just because, like, I think I saw it on a show once or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, as a kid. I mean, we all, we, you know, whoever, let's, you know, who is it in tag? We do eating, meeting, mighty mo. Oh, yeah. And I'm it's sure. It's kind of a universal thing. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm, I would say 100% of the people listening to this. That Has that. done an eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say maybe some of them know that you can also throw in the N-word instead of tiger. But I'm going to say like 99% probably never <laughs> did it that way yep very true and you know maybe there's a couple people who did but the, the vast majority i bet the vast majority don't even know that it that that it was anything but tiger oh yeah and the ones that did know was something else like they weren't doing that i mean who <laughs> hears that and thinks oh man the stories <laughs> no it didn't really even dawn on me at all yeah i mean that's just to me that's just insane yeah that's that's pushing just Everything to the ridiculous yeah. boundaries. And so, you know, they apologized and they took the shirt down. Oh, God. But uh, I was happy that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays Negan, he just mm-hmm. said, he's just like, people are stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, good for him. Yep, absolutely. You know, it's you know, I know sometimes you just have to suck it up and apologize, but I'm glad he did. And he just said, you know, people are stupid because that's. I mean, there's sometimes something you could say something, and you're like, "Well, I'm sorry if you were offended by it, oh, even yeah. if I didn't mean it." But if you're offended by eeny, meeny, miny, mo, I'm sorry. You're just you're just looking to be offended. 
Well, yeah, and there probably isn't one black person on the planet that was offended by that. No. Just someone looking to be offended. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Insanity. So just so everyone knows, uh, we're not going to do a very long show tonight just because uh, I'm going to be headed to um, TerrorCon tonight. The 10th uh, anniversary. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be cool. Uh, Annabelle and I will be covering it. Hopefully Troy makes a scene as well. I'm going to try. Yeah, we don't know because he's got a new puppy coming into, into town. Yep, tomorrow. Very cool. That's going to be awesome. Yep. So either way, though, uh, there will be uh, we'll have some videos from Terracon. It's going to be awesome. It's a huge lineup. Um, we're also going to do some other stuff. Uh, Annabelle and I are going to film watching the Greasy Strangler. Nice. And so this will go one of two ways. The video will be me and her laughing her asses off. Or it'll be me laughing my ass off and her just be like, what is wrong with you? Her just shaking her head. Yeah. So I think either way, though, it's a win. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun no matter which way that one goes. Exactly. Exactly. And coming up, just keep your eye on the station of decapitation, Troy. Oh, what's going down? Keep your ears on the station of decapitation. Because coming up in a couple weeks, we've hinted at this, there's going to be something big. Huge. To-do's. Huge, exactly. And to kick this all off, I'll give this one little hint. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on, a plethora of stuff going on. But to kick it all off, will be Greasy Week. Awesome. And every weekday that week, five nights in a row, there will be interviews with with uh, the, the cast of the Greasy Strangler. That's mad cool. It's going to be wild. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, because whether you know you you enjoyed the movie or you didn't, the people have been really tremendous from there. Yes, yes. So, uh, so you know, it's an oinker. Nice. Um, uh, Danny the crooner. Nice. Uh, the Scandinavian tourist. Who I thought was the German tourist. Uh huh. He, uh, re- oh, you'll find out. He originally was the Swedish tourist, but okay. they changed it because I hate to spoil the interview, but. No one knows what a Scandinavian accent is, so you can just you can get away with saying anything. Unless but you know what a Swede sounds like? Yeah, well, you know what the Swedish chef sounds like. Oh, okay. Which so, I don't think really sounds like a Swede. Somebody like somebody sounds like the Swedish chef. That's cool. Uh-huh. But if you, I think if you did like a, an accent, it wasn't the Swedish chef. Someone would be like, "That's not Swedish." That's true. But Scandinavian, you'd be just like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> uh, the Indian tourist. Dice. And who the Hootie Tootie Disco Cootie herself, Janet. Totally badass. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. So uh, that'll be coming up on the show. Um, also, by the way, there was a bonus episode last night, and the podcast is on the site right now. Richard Stanley. Wow. This was a two-and-a-half-hour interview. This guy just covered everything, all his movies. He covered uh, fighting Russians in Afghanistan. He... Voodoo in Haiti, witchcraft in South Africa, um, wow. huge allegations against uh, one of the Weinstein's that I hope we don't get sued about. So, uh, <laughs> it's Richard Stanley's views, not necessarily without your head. So really yes, it may not reflect those of exactly. without your head. So check that out. That's a, that's I can't like a wait milestone. to listen to that. Yeah, now. It's, it's really awesome. And uh, so that one had to be recorded because he's in a. Uh, 
He's in France in like a ruined castle. It's just, just that's pretty awesome in itself. Yeah, it's just an amazing. And uh, if you anyone hasn't out there yet, uh, watch the documentary about this guy. Um, Lost Soul, just tremendous, tremendous. It's both heartbreaking and funny at the same time. It's, uh, you kind of run through the emotions. Like it's it's really well done. And I also didn't know until we we did the interview, but uh. He himself has made a lot of documentaries, so to me, oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So Troy, yes, at TerrorCon this weekend, there's Malcolm McDowell. Oh, totally badass! Yeah. One of those people I would so love to meet. Yeah, and I had an interview with him, so maybe we'll get I know it'd be pretty sweet. Sid Haig. Oh, Man. Sid's always always great. Yeah. If you see Sid somewhere, be sure to go up. Just shoot the shit with him, because like. Just a really, really fun guy to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got cast members of The Walking Dead. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Uh, Dennis O'Hare from American Horror Story. You, we always talk about on the show, I think, is like the unsung hero. He definitely is. Yeah. Every season, he kind of steals the, the season. Yeah, and he's always a different character. He's not really this. It's not like some of the people I like, but they're kind of them always. You can always tell it's that actor. Yeah. Even if yep. it's a different role. Oh, he's a chameleon. Yeah. Definitely is. And he doesn't get a lot of love. No. You know, he's not getting awards and up for stuff, and I, I think he should. I think he's well, I definitely think so, too, because I think my my two favorite characters in any season, and one would probably be uh, the clown, mm-hmm, Twisty. Uh, Twisty, but the other one was um, was his character in, uh, in Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. It was a it was a woman's name. Yeah, famous actress. <laughs> it was um, Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> Elizabeth or something Taylor. Like yeah, that. yeah. And he was just just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of former guests uh, from the show. But yeah, Kane Hodder. Everyone knows Kane Hodder from Five Thirteen Films and Hatchet. Somebody told me there were thirteen former guests that we've had. Really? Yeah, that's pretty wild. R. Yeah. A. Mahiloff. Nice. Tyler Maine. Tyler Maine, very large mm-hmm. man. Chris Sarandon. Too cool. Let me see Gotta love me That's some Chris four. Sarandon. Sid Haig makes five. Malcolm McDowell makes six. Uh, David Naughton. That makes David seven. David Naughton, awesome. Mm-hmm. And you never see him at conventions. No, very rare. American yeah. Wolf in London. Still and if you see him, t- tell him you want to you hear him do uh, the Dr. Pepper ad. Exactly. John Kassir from Tales from the Crypt. Too cool. That makes eight. Most recognizable voice. Yes. Nicholas Vince, Barbie Wilde, and Simon Bamford from the Hellraiser films. Nice. Got the three Cenobites making the scene. Mm-hmm. That makes 11. You got Robert Brian Wilson from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, he was such a fun guest, too. Yeah. So that makes 12. Oh, yeah. And 13 here. Adrian Barbeau. Nice. Oh, that's pretty wild. Yeah, that is so pretty plethora awesome. of without your head guess here. Uh, also, Danny Lloyd will be there from The Shining. Oh, that'll played, be cool. Who played the kid, yeah. Uh, we may have him on the show. I'm not sure what's going on there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, there I'm was interest, but yeah. And uh, plus uh, just a ton of other people. A lot of uh, artists will be there. Um, some people I missed here because I was just preoccupied thinking of people we had on the show, but... Uh, tons of people. Uh, Taylor, Scout Taylor Compton will be there. Uh, Ken oh, Page. she should be pretty cool. I've never seen her at a convention either. No. And, uh, Ken Page, who was uh, the voice 
of uh, the Boogie Boogie Man and Nightmare Before Christmas. You're joking. You're joking. I can't believe my ears. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. So that's pretty cool. You got both um, Jack Skellington and the Oogie Boogie Man there. Yeah, that's it, Oogie Boogie Man. Oogie Boogie Man. I also want to get- I'm the Oogie Boogie Man, and you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> want to my a- favorite Tim Burton movie. It is pretty good. Hmm, what would be my favorite? I don't know if it's my favorite, but I do like it. Tim Burton, it's been a tough, tough while like, for him, man. Yeah, like, it's been a tough while. Yeah, let's see. I, I, I actually really do like Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I love Sweeney. Sweeney might have been the last movie by Burton that I've loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then there was a lot before that and after. I don't think I enjoyed it at all. I don't think anyone else did either, because no. his last, like, three movies have all been huge flops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, even some of the older ones I know people really love or not. I can't say dislike them, but, like, I'm not a big Edward Scissorhands fan. Yeah, same here. Like, uh, I, I love the fact that Vincent Price is in it. Yeah. But the movie itself, it's all right. Yeah. And uh, I don't really like um, Sleepy Hollow. See, I, I love Sleepy Hollow, but I hate Batman. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, what do I like? I like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Maybe I just don't like his movies. Now I think about it. You you might not. How about um, Invaders from Mars? I do like Invaders from Mars. Yeah, that's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. All right, so you'll have to go down a list of Burton movies sometime and see if there's like more than one or two you like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way. Um, uh, Texas Frightmare, we already talked about uh, a huge, you know, Stranger Things uh, lineup is going to be there. Oh, uh, that's including, awesome! Yeah, including you know a bunch of the kids, including Eleven, Mark Steger. Uh, there's going to have a the Thing reunion. Oh, that's awesome too. The the fact that um, oh the, the old guy. Uh, oh my God! Can't believe I can't think of his name. I know it's uh, guy Wilford, from Cocoon. Wilford Brimley. Yeah, Wilford Brimley. How awesome is that? That's rules because um, I, I don't. I know like they've done other thing reunions, but I don't. He's never been part of them, to my knowledge. No, I've never seen him anywhere like that. So that that's totally badass. Yeah, that rules. I remember I tried to get him on the show once, and it's one of my favorite rejection letters. It was just like Wilford Brimley has no interest in this. <laughs> That's awesome. Was no, it like The Rock? Was once, he writing it himself? I, it's like, that's what I always assume. It was like either it's no interest or he wants nothing to do with this. I thought, this is awesome. My all-time favorite, though, is I asked uh, Shatner to come on, and I got an immediate res- immediate response. Like In like seconds, I've sent in the email, and it came back, uh, William Shatner only does major media outlets, all in caps. And I just assume he was sitting at his computer and he got that. And he was like, how dare they ask the chat to come oh, on? Oh, exactly. That's awesome. So it was pretty sweet. Uh, it's that, like the rock sitting around <laughs> going, the chat doesn't uh, do. No, I, I do have to push Shatner over, though, Troy. Okay. When uh, we saw him, unfortunately, we've, we've taped it, but we're not allowed to, to post it. But he had a, uh, he had a panel for Twilight Zone. So it was him. Uh, the daughter of um, oh, the guy, the host of Twilight Zone. Uh, who's host of Twilight Zone? Oh, Rod Serling. Rod, Sir, his daughter, and the 
guy who was the alien and he was Jaws in the James Bond oh, movies. Oh, yeah, Richard Keel. Yeah, and I've got to say it was the best thing I've ever seen Shatner do because he wasn't being Shatner. He wasn't... He actually seemed legitimately interested in talking about Twilight Zone because I don't think it's really something he talks a lot about. Wow. It made me respect him more because I'm thinking, well, you know, what, what is it like to just... For like that, like fifty years, have no one talked to you about anything besides you know Captain Kirk. Yeah, that's true. You know, Although nobody ever feels sympathy for like, um, oh, who's the guy that was Batman on TV? Uh, Burt Ward. Uh, the other guy, uh, Burt Ward, and Adam West. Adam West. No, you know, and who talks to Adam West about anything? Yeah, else? but what else do you do? Yeah. But what else Shanner do those worth a damn? Two of two amazing episodes of Twilight Zone. All right. Two of them? Yeah. Yeah, he's on two of them. He was on the... Um, the Matheson story there with the guy on the wing of the plane. Yeah, and he's also in one it's, where he's in a, like, a diner. I forget what happens, but it, it's two like, very... Uh, oh, uh, no, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. But he's like a totally different guy. Like he was, it was he was talking about, and he actually seemed legitimately uh, interested in what uh, he he like kind of took over the uh, thing instead of the other guy was asking questions. He started asking questions to uh, to the to the daughter, and it was it was very good. It was really interesting. He saw a totally okay. different side of the guy. And it's too bad we're not allowed to post it because I think people would, would like to see this. Yeah, I I might change my tune on Chad. And uh, there's tons of other guests, but I do want to mention this because it was just announced today. For the 40th anniversary of Suspiria, Dario Argento is going to be at Texas Rape there. Get out! Yeah, that's freaking huge. Oh my god. That is a huge, that's a huge guest. Plus, um, Stephanie Cassini and Barbara Magnolti from, uh, from Suspiria. Holy but, shit, uh, that'll be tremendous. Oh yeah, that's huge. So, I've got, I'm gonna, I'm, I've only, I haven't seen a lot of Dario Argento movies, to be honest, so... Uh, so, yeah, you'll have to look them up, see if you can find some before yeah, you go. Yeah, I've seen a few of them. I've seen uh, Opera. I've seen Suspiria. And so, anyway, I'm going to uh, go and watch these. So, if we happen to be lucky enough to talk to the man, I'm prepared. Oh, yeah, that'll be tremendous. Yeah. Now. Wow. Just having them there should be just wild. Though, yeah, anyway. that's awesome. That's huge for, uh, man, it's the huge lineup, and that's uh, huge news for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I and hope there... they'll do, like, a panel or something. Yeah, maybe they will since there's three of them there. Yeah. And, oh, Frank Kennenlotter's been announced, too, from uh, Basket, Basket Case Films, Frank and Hooker. Oh, too cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's so awesome. Oh, that's my really God. weird. That's, though. Like, yeah, that's great. I'm, like, really looking Frank and uh, Hennenlotter and, uh, like, this very, very uh, tr- uh, contrasting people, Dario Oh yeah, but I, I love both their stuff. And as a wrestling fan, I have to say, woo! Rick Flair. No, gonna be the there. Nature Boy is going to be there. Yep. Wow, that that convention just gets cooler and cooler. I know. And a Fright Night reunion. Oh, that's awesome! Is this the thirty-one? The cast of thirty-one. Oh, that's great! Oh, yeah. you can meet the dwarf. Exactly. Is he going to be there? Maybe he won't. Be. Yeah, he is going to be there. Well, he. Oh, that's great. Is he going to like? Is he going to kill me if I say midget? You better not. Better yeah. stick with dwarf. Yeah, just I said it earlier this week on Facebook, and people were up in arms. Like, oh my God! Is that a head of high? <laughs> those, those were their exact words. 
Well, you know, were, were they dwarves? <laughs> I don't know. And I was like, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a midget on a toe. And then the internet, <laughs> then the internet exploded. That that happens sometimes. <laughs> then they strung me up. You know that. Well, they better never go to like a David Tell show because he does a whole shtick about midgets. Yeah. Well, you know, I, they yeah. like they live off your bad dreams and stuff. <laughs> they just threw tomatoes at them. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, we're gonna go. Just uh, normally would stay here a lot longer, but I do have to get ready. Well, get ready because you're gonna have a good time. I'm looking forward to many pictures from there. I'm gonna try to make the scene on Saturday, but I can't guarantee it. Uh huh. And if you guys can, I wouldn't steer you wrong. Go to uh, go to Bravo while you're in in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Really good place. Thank you very much. Yo, what is it now? Bravo. Bravo. Okay. Now, what kind of food do they have? Um, it's kind of like a French fusion kind of really? thing. Um, they have the best duck there. But if you go for lunch or something, a lot of their sandwiches are kind of like inexpensive, mm-hmm. and uh, they got a lot of really nice stuff. All right, sounds good. You'll Bravo, dig it. Trust me. How do you say it? Bravo. Bravo. Well, I know Bravo, but it's a brassiari. Oh, yeah, yep, the, uh... Brossiera. I don't know, but bravo, I can say that. Yep, and you'll dig it. You'll All right. Trust me on this one. All right. I'll, I'll never steer you wrong with food. Okay. Yeah, I don't... This very, very rarely do, uh, do you and I... Uh, like, except for thick Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, Hawaiian pizza's just too weird for me. Yeah, and I had ice cream the other day with black pepper in it. That was freaking awesome. Ice cream with black pepper? Yeah, I, uh, chai latte green tea ice cream. Wow. It was it was delicious. I like black pepper and and uh all kinds of spice. It was like spicy ice cream, but yet sweet. Wow. Really enjoyed it. It sounds like that uh that that might be pretty good then. Mm-hmm. Ah, um yeah. if you guys go for lunch though, uh-huh. Neil. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right off the bat, their uh, their croque monsieur or madame sandwiches are dynamite. Mm. I can't remember which one's which. One of them has a fried egg, so that's not my trip. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a it's like a ham and cheese, like grilled cheese type sandwich with a bechamel sauce on it, and uh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Huh. Very cool. Well, we'll check it out. All right. Anyone out there look. has any ideas too? Send them in. I, I know some uh, people are on the <laughs> Facebook page. Uh, they said a good place for burgers or some kind of tavern, and there's a real good uh, Mexican place around there too. So, oh, and then somebody met, had mentioned that Italian place. So we've been there. It's really good too. Very cool. And uh, huge thanks to Jason Mitten for uh, helping out. He's a good man. Oh yeah, he's a good man. Jason Mitten, Mike Terry. Uh, you guys really, really helped the show. Very supportive. I like these guys. Uh, I'm not saying give a shout out to Chai Town Matt. I like Chai Town Matt and uh, Heather Markham. And you guys are all getting shout outs tonight. All right, everybody gets a cool yeah. shout out. Heather Markham is really backing my idea for a uh, for the without your head uh, hot sauce. Oh, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it Demon Semen. I like it. So you got to get you got to get a naga pepper in there. Uh huh. Well, she didn't mention that'll 
you know pull it all together. She mentioned Ghost Pepper, then I was like, well, we could. Uh, it would be like the demon semen with genuine Ghost Pecker. Oh, there you go. There you go. And people, well, is there is there a difference between an Aga Pepper and a Ghost Pepper? Or are they the same? No, no. But the but then I could say Ghost Pecker. True, true. And then I can giggle. All right. Well, that's that's an important thing. So if you're doing an ad for it, exactly, we, we want the giggle. Uh huh. So people out there, would you buy a bottle of without your head semen demon demon semen? Sorry, demon semen hot sauce. Who would? No, I would. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So. Maybe that will uh, that will uh, be a reality at some point. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, too, go to uh, Amazon.com. Well, go to uh, we go there, but go to Amazon through withoutyourhead.com slash Amazon and buy all your stuff, and it'll help out the show. We'll get a little bit. You doesn't cost you an extra penny. It helps out the show, and all kinds of sweet new teas over at. Withoutyourhead.com slash store. It's pretty cool stuff. You're selling tees? Yeah, t-shirts. Oh, I thought t-shirts, you meant like hoodies. Like black tea. No, no. And there's a new there's a we've got a I've gotta have an official name for this one. There's like famous guest comic books. Comic book covers. So the first one is John Dugan. It's out there. Dieter Laser. Herschel Gordon Lewis was third. And just up now is the real deal uh, good fellow himself, Henry Hill. Oh, too cool. So you can get that. And uh, coming up, we will have some other. I got some new ones people. coming up, too. Yeah, yeah. We've got some uh, some guests who've been, who've, uh, been wanting. I think there's another one, too. I'm not sure I told you. But. Oh. So anyway, that'll be in the works. So, uh, yep. so collect them all. And uh, now we can sell them even cheaper. So... We're passing the uh, savings along to all the fine folks. Absolutely, only thirteen bucks. Starting at thirteen bucks, or more. You know, if you get a hoodie or yeah. get a bigger size or whatnot. But maybe one day we'll have like uh, cards, like trading. I, cards. I would like that. I, I thought maybe we could put the co- the comic books on cards and the stickers, and they'd be like our own garbage fill kids. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. That would be too cool. Yeah. All right. So this is nasty Neil. And this is Terrible Troy. Yeah, and this is the second week out of three that Seth Ice has, has no-showed. Is Seth okay? I, I don't think he's really part of the show. That's All right. My, that's my belief. Is that what you think? Uh, yeah. So maybe we'll, be, right. maybe we're looking for another person here to fill in while but our true co-host, Annabelle Lecter, is is, uh, is on hiatus. But she'll be back, and, uh, and uh, we'll be doing some videos this weekend. So anyway, we had a good time here. Excellent time. Yeah. And this is without. And we'll talk to you later. Exactly. High road that you're walking between good and evil. Sometimes good and evil is a double-edged sword. Don't ask for answers. I've got only questions. Don't ask.
Between two 